Blog Talk Radio.
True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah.
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Live, Yahweh's Radio. Worldwide International Radio Broadcast, Yahweh's Radio is now on the air. I be your host. My name, your seer, Israel, of Seed Royal. All right, we're doing a series called Re- Revealing the Number of the Beast, 666, the Son of Perdition, part number 17. And it's a live broadcast, part 17. And we're going to get back on that because you've got to lay a little groundwork. Got a lot of memos in, no doubt about it. All right, live broadcast, take 17. Let's see we're going to be on stage. we got a memo saying, you know, the tears be a few minutes late. He'll tell you all about the broadcast, but we'll be off and running, and when he come in, we'll click him in and let him do his part, no doubt about it. So we're going to see if we'll be on stage for tonight's episode, part number 17, and who we got? Hey, Israel. How are you? Out of camp one. See, I'm going to get that microphone, no doubt about it. That's what it's all about. Big job. So just say job one. Stage. Fox K hell been lit, curtain hell went up. So we'll bring our hell in. Hell to Yachda Israel. And when you meet the hell of a loud voice, you say, Hell to Yachda Israel. Yachda Israel. Israel. God bless you, say Israel. See you, Royal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, brother. All right. All right. And also, Study hand, Mother E. Mother E says, see, you know, I holler in that microphone. No doubt about it. Because I know, I know it's on the, what's on the table. So holler that microphone is right up my weight. Let's see if we bring the mother in. The mother's in by saying, Mother E. One of the mothers out of camp one, Travis, y'all got duty. Y'all got to that, Mother E. Y'all got to make this here, Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We know Mother V will be doing a commentary a little bit later, but she will get in with the bit in it if, if needed to, hollering that microphone from the get-go, no doubt about it. That's what it's all about. I got a couple of memos, but they keep coming back. I'm keep what we, what we keep saying, but I still got to keep going back over it. It's based upon if, if we don't get off that processed food, and get off that the way we eat, we're gonna be having a sluggish spirit and we're gonna be thinking it's old age, but it won't be old age, it's that sluggish spirit. Because the processed food 
will make you have sluggish spirit. We talk about that too. Well, now our elders, with the tears of Israel came on the scene, so we're going to bring him in and tell about the broadcast, and then we'll get back on part 17, and we'll take a look at what we got to do to maintain these bodies for the stress runs. One, one thing about it, the children of Israel of the book is not only just physically in bad shape, but the order of mentally is in bad shape. So we got a lot of things to, to cover. We'll try to get it all in take 17, but we bring our L in. He'll tell you all about the broadcast of take 17. We're building the number of the big 666, the son of addition. So when you meet the elder with a loud voice, you say, Elder Mr. Chill, Israel, try with your God, Judah. Elder, y'all, I'll get you a see right. And young God bless you, see Israel, see you well. Hallelujah. Well, one thing we do know, Elder, the box there have been letting the curtain hair went up. And we got to do our part. And, and those that um, see the bigger picture, matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, as a matter of fact, hey, Elder, look, uh, pull that verse up on there. Elder, y'all, when uh, Eliezer and Ben Yehuda, they was, um, I mean, L E L. What I mean, uh, let me see. What I what do I mean? When Ishmael and Eliezer was with Abraham, and they asked him a question, and I and I want to respond a little bit later. I'm good to want to reveal in a few minutes about what what happened in that text. So here let's tell. On the international title, nine of the throne, they ready to go. All the dignitaries ready to go on in by being kind of kept something. So take your time here to do your part and, and spread some books out. We're going to get something going on and take 17. You on the clock, come out. Once again, that's why I bless you, see Israel. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among the cast. Of over 900,000. And that's a good thing. 900,000 people are came here to the righteous word of Yahweh. That's some powerful listeners, I would have to say myself. Because when you do listen to the word of Yahweh, you do grow in his word. Also, you grow when you're listening like, on your job. You follow instructions on your job. Now, that's something you can relate to. You follow instructions on your job and you show that you do good works, you're going to prosper by it. You're going to show it at the end of the week when you get your paycheck. Now, when you fail to follow those instructions properly on your job, then you get into a little bit of chaos. You bring attention to yourself. Things go wrong, you know, because you're not following the proper instructions. And sometimes it's easy to get thrown off track. You know, and I'll give a few verses on that. You know, because when you do right, right follows you. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10, 10 says, For Yahweh is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed toward his name, and that you do minister to the saints and do minister. Well, we do this on a daily basis. 
we try to pass out proper instructions. We try to minister to the people that read the word and do the word. Because we're taught in the book of Sharon, chapter 6, verse number 6 and 35 to 37. 6 says, be in peace with many, but but have one counsel over a thousand. Now, you know, that's that's something to think about. <clears throat> Having one counsel over a thousand or control over a lot of people that's doing the righteous thing. For time's sake, we will skip the other verses and we'll go into our regular program. Because we know we got a big history of the world past and the world present. And, you know, our history starts from our birth to our death. And those who fail to learn that history properly, they're simply doomed in this world and the world to come. This is why we're here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, loud bumps of gums for righteous learning in Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Jehovah's Ministry. We come to you live and hope to you always with new and exciting topics. Under the King James Bible. First and foremost, about Yahweh's word. Learning how to connect the books, your health, all that you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days. <laughs> we do this because we have not. The information you came to seek and have to look no further. You've now found that in the voices of the Trisolites. The times were open for this learning field is from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And on the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or special event. Now we do have a Sabbath class. And the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. That class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. Until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To get there on any one of your search engines, type trybeardown.com. After you click enter, once again, look for trybeardown.com. Dash Israelites. Right under the big line, you'll see some choices. Want to be tithes and offers? Click PayPal and follow those instructions. In the other direction, you might see menu. Clicking this, it still says tithes and offers. Doing so, remember what it says. In the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. Seven says, Give unto the Aqua, or the Tennessee Eagles. Give unto the Aqua, glory and strength. Eight, give unto the Aqua, glory and peace in his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Aqua loves a cheerful giver. And the donations in this ministry are greatly appreciated. It's a gift, according to the Bible scriptures mentioned in the book of Leviticus. Chapter 27, verse 30. And once again, it's in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you just as Yahweh's life. 
also for building a school. Thank you. station and learn to go about all things. We continue to speak out on this program. Also, check out our calendar. The calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. A feature that's available during our broadcast time. It's right there. And the three words, once again, Yahweh Radio Live. And after clicking on this time, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadah. And click the red like button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online broadcast. We even have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh Live. The first being the live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224 600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by anyone of the six million accounts of Yahweh's ministry. But also now, in calling this number, do not call trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, only hear the scourging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling this number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. And another note we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the Exclusive Stockholder. This is Sigar Man. Counsel many numbers. And now, in addition to that, the Latter day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you'll receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear a discouraging dial tone. Now, for those of you who have missed the beginning of our program, you can always catch the entire show today at 9.15 p.m. Except Friday, program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do this, once again, under those three words of Yahweh Radio Live. And after you click on it, look for voices of the Trizolites, traveling out dot. And choose the program that you are late logging into for any previous day that you would like to listen. During our normal broadcast, broadcast you'll find that we're also simultaneously transmitting on Peltop. Now, talk can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, your computer, even now, your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the PalTalk app. It's listed under Ethnic Crew, African American. For voices of the Trusalites, probably the job. Our room, you'll find, will hold 50 or more listening participants. Where Yahweh's work will also be working for your Bible education. And online there to answer those on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be the elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Sierra Israel, writing the shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at the time. And if our talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on Pal Talk. I'll be with you all. But once again, that same continuing note, that we usually get 
When we're given the scriptures to speak by the Spirit, be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh flow smoothly. Once again, remembering that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh, and not that of confusion. So we can start to do just that. We'll pass our program back to our senior Israel and say, Hallelujah. All right, Jacob. Hallelujah. That's when you part. That's what it's all about. Get in where you're being at. Do your part and just say, Jacob. Because there's a reward coming on those that he got already tempted in for a reward. But like I said, again, I'm going for one piece of zero. So, Elder Yadav, because statement in the book of Jubilee. Because Abraham, he was um, going someplace that Yahweh had sent him. And, and so he was going somewhere else. So I'm going to one piece of zeal. So Yahweh, before we get up to Luke 12, 12, I want to drop that down. On in the book of Jasper, so you take it from there, yo. Y'all not come out. Well, I'm looking for him. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. When when we um we were doing such a, we were doing such a thing that held him. And so I, I want to drop that down, then we're going to get started in the lesson in the book of Jubilee when Abraham was taking Ishmael somewhere. He was taking Ishmael somewhere, but he had, what's that, Mother E? And he had, um, Eliezer and Ishmael with him. And he asked him a question. That's in Jackson. What's that, Mother Z? It's in Jackson, not to believe. Is it in where, Mother? It's in Jackson. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, what verse is, what verse is that? When a, what verse is that? You you got it, mother? So Joshua yeah. twenty third chapter. Twenty third. I believe. Yeah. I'm going for one piece of zero, but I see I'm all over the place on that one piece of zero. So. Um, Wait, I'm going to eight. Twenty third. Yep. Twenty three. We're going to pick up that elder when he uh, was kicking Isaac somewhere, and he had Eliezer and Ishmael with it. What verse are we going to pick it up on the elder come up? He started in uh, Joshua 23, uh, picking up at verse number 40 and read down. There you go. All right. Look at Joshua. Book of Joshua, chapter 23, verse number 40 reads, Abraham went with Isaac toward the place that Yahweh had told him. Verse 21. 
41. And on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place at a distance, which Yahweh had told him of. Verse 42. And the pillar of fire appeared to him that reached from the earth to heaven, and a cloud of glory upon the mountain, and the glory of Yahweh was seen in the cloud. Verse 43. Abraham said to Isaac, my son, does you see in that mountain which we perceive at a distance that which I see upon it? Verse 44. And Isaac answered and said unto his father, I see, and lo, a pillar of fire in a cloud, and the glory of Yahweh is seen upon the cloud. Verse 45. And Abraham knew that his son Isaac was accepted before Yahweh for a burnt offering. Verse 46. Abraham said unto Eliezer, and unto Ishmael his son, Do you also see that which we see upon the mountain, which is at a distance? Verse 47, the answer is said, We see nothing more than like the other mountains of the earth. Abraham knew that they were not accepted before Yahweh to go with them. Abraham said to them, Abide you here with the ass, while I and Isaac, my son, will go to yonder mountain and worship there before Yahweh and return then and return and Yaqua and then return to you. Yeah. So you see, sometimes you um sometimes well what can I say? Um who who anybody wanna help me out on that? See, sometimes you be looking at something but nobody else don't see it. But you be saying so plain, see that? Great big elephant coming down there with a boat down and in the middle of um, the surfway. No, I don't see it. And you'd be amazed and they don't see it. See, that's the point we're making. You have to make sure you're clear about who sees it. And you can't make your calling based on the flesh. you got to make your calling according to this book. So, so you've got to make sure you understand that this thing is a spiritual thing. And it got to be seen. And that's why it's so important to understand that Bible has precept answers to everything that is said. It is so much precept and so much similitudes and so much, um, what do you call it, um, what do you call it, dark sands. But it ties in on those that Yahweh have. What did you say again in that verse again? Abraham knew. What did he know again? The elder, you said, I think in verse 47. We got 47 again, elder. The book of Jasher, chapter 23, verse number 47 reads, And they answered and said, We see nothing more than like the other mountains of the earth. Abraham knew that they were not accepted before Yahweh to go with them. Abraham said to them, Abide you here with the ass. While I and Isaac, our son, would go to yonder mountain and worship there before Yahweh and then return to you. You see that? Well, there it is right there. And Yahweh knew. I mean, Abraham knew they were not accepted. And that's the game changer right now we're talking about as we speak today. Because one thing about it, we know that the south, north, east, west is vacant. And we know that 
it's going to be things going up. And <clears throat> that's why I can it's in this ministry. But one, one thing about it, the vision got to be there. And when Yahweh have, have chosen people to do things, you will know from the pages of the book because the way they step up to the plate and do their part in making it happen. And that's what it's all about. And that's why it's so important to understand one thing. It will be a tool. And what in the Sixth Anointed Council, we have to understand one thing. We have to be able to sit in the school and make sure those that's teaching is teaching the Bible, not tradition. So we're going to leave it right there on that point. And now, Elder Yadam, look at that. Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. Let's see if we can get going on and take 17 there. Come on. Book of Luke, chapter 12. Verse number 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you at the same hour what you ought to say. And that very same hour, the right the Spirit will teach you what you ought to say. And that very same hour, you might have a whole lot of stuff on the table. But then and now, the right Spirit will teach you. But this organization is calling about a lot of these elderly people is in bad condition in the body, and they... And they said, well, see, isn't this old age? I said, no, it's not really old age because it's not really just old age. Yeah, um, got in the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, last chapter, in Deuteronomy, let me kind of bring something to the table. In Deuteronomy, the last chapter of Deuteronomy, it talks about some things that help. Let's see what we can read in Deuteronomy 2. That, then we're going to go ahead and take a look at what causes a lot of problems. In Deuteronomy chapter 34, can we pick it up around by verse number 5? Now, pick it up at verse number 4. Verse 4. Deuteronomy 34, verse 4. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 34, verse number 4 reads, Book of Deuteronomy 34, verse number 4. Yahweh said unto him, This is the land which I swear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, saying, I will give it unto thy seed, and I have caused thee to see it with thine eyes, but thou shalt not go. Or was it? Verse 5. So Moses, the servant of Yahweh, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of Yahweh. Verse number 6. And he buried him in a valley in the land of Moab, over against Beth Peor. But no man knows of his sepulchre until this day. Verse number 7. And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not dim. No, his natural force abated. For some eight, and the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. Verse number nine. 
And Oshia, the word Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. But Moses had laid his hands upon him. And the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as Joshua commanded Moses. Verse number 10. Good, right there. Right there, go. Now you see that? So it's always, always, it was one in place. But Moses Moses went 120 years old, hammer, and he had every part working for him. He had everything working for him, but they also had Hosea in the background, giving the pad to take his place because Joshua is not going to leave his word where it's non-effect. So you'll know when it, you'll know when Joshua is making his move. So Moses let the people drag him down. That's what he did. See, he told the, he told them to when Joshua said go, told him go speak. Speak to the rock. He went on and took his stick and hit the rock. And Yahweh said, For that, Moses, you ain't getting into the land. But I'm going to show it to you. But get Joshua right. So now, what are we saying here? One thing about this, this word of Yahweh, you got to watch everything from the pages of the book. If you start seeing things that cropping up that's not led by Yahweh, and, and he give you to speak on it or to do something, it's up to you to make a judgment according to the Bible. You have to make a judgment according to the Bible. Now we're going to the 19th chapter there, Elder, of the book called First Kings. And what happened in First Kings, we're going to see what happened in First Kings 19. And we'll pick up at verse number 1. First Kings 19, verse 1. What is it? The book of 1 Kings, chapter 19, verse number 1 reads, 1 Kings 19, verse number 1. He had told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. With all that, he had slain all the seers with the sword. Verse number 2. Then Jezebel sent a message unto Elijah, saying, So that the falsehood was due to me. And more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them, by tomorrow about this time. Verse number three. And when he saw that, they, he, and when he saw that, he arose and went for his life. He came to Beersheba, which belonged to Judah, and left his servant there. Verse number four. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under Jupiter tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough. Now, O Yahweh, take away my life, for I am not be- better than my father. Verse number five. As he lay in the Hold on, hold on, hold up there in verse four. Now, the reason he did that, now, the reason why he broke out running, uh, what is that again in verse two there? What was the reason? What was his reason why he broke out running in verse two there? The book of First Kings nineteen, verse number two. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the Yahweh do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. 
The book of First Samuel, chapter seven, verse fifteen. First Samuel, chapter seven, verse fifteen reads, and Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. So Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life, and the Almighty set up a. The Almighty told Elijah to go and anoint Elisha. What am I laughing at? There, it's time to kill it. See that? When you don't obey Yahweh's word, then death, especially when you got a calling on you. Hey, Elder Mr. Kill. Back up. I mean, go forward and look at First Peter chapter four, seventeen through nineteen. So you see what'll happen here. Yahweh heard Elijah's speech, and he and he receives a letter from Jezebel saying, "It's enough. She 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 out to kill me now. I ain't no count. He broke out running. So Yahweh let him bop his gums real good." He bought his gun real good. Then he told him to stand on his mountain. And Yahweh just knocked out of the mountain. Made things happen that only no man can even think about doing. Then a small dear boy said, Go anoint them kings. And by the way, you know, Elisha over there, the fear, I mean, Elisha, anoint him. So then and there he knew that his life on earth was over. Many one thing, you want to make hard decisions. And those that in what the elder was just getting ready to read, take heed to what he says in four seventeen through nineteen. Hey, elder Mr. Tim, what is that we can read in four seventeen through nineteen of first Peter? What did it say, oh? Well, I got delay or something? What I got going on, WCC? It's delay. Hey, Mother E, pick that up, Mother E. 417 through 19. First Peter, 417 through 19. Okay. First Peter. Chapter 4, 17 through 19. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. For the time has come that the judgment must begin at the family of Yahweh. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the covenant of Yahweh? Verse 18. And if the righteous carefully be saved, where shall the unyahwali and the sinners appear? Verse 19. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of Yahweh commit the keeping of their soul to him in well-doing as unto 
a faithful creature. Twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Down second Ezra. The book of Second Ezra, chapter seven, verse number twenty-one reads: "But Yahweh have given straight Torah instructions, commandments to such as came, what they should do to live, even as they came, and what they should observe to avoid punishment." Verse twenty-two. Nevertheless, they were not obedient unto him, but spake against him, and imagined vain things. Verse 23, deceived themselves by their wicked deeds, said the Most High, that he is not, and knew not his ways. Mm-hmm. So you see, what Yahweh is saying, he don't gave us straight laws, statutes, commandments. To avoid punishment. And a punishment, if we saying that we got to know what did Yahweh tell us to do and not to do. Now, in the fifth chapter 11, Elder, what did Yahweh tell Moses to tell the children of Israel? Let's look at verse 11, 1 and 2. What he says in 11, verse 1 and 2. The book of Leviticus, chapter 11, verse number 1 and 2 reads, book of Leviticus, chapter 11, verse number 1. Yahweh spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, verse number 2, speak unto the family of Israel, children of Israel, saying, these are the beasts which you shall eat among all the beasts that are upon, that are on the earth. Mm-hmm. These are the beasts that you fall deep. Now he's giving the children of Israel straight order. Moses, the listening captain, talking to Aaron and his son. Straight order about these are the beasts you eat, these are the beasts that you don't eat. I mean, this is called straight. But he's talking to one people, the children of Israel. Get down to verse 7, down to verse 12, Hill. Verse number 7. Leviticus 11, verse number 7 reads, And the swine, though he divided the hook, and be all cloven-footed, yet he chewed not the cud, he is unclean to you. Verse number 8, Of their flesh shall you not eat, and their carcass shall you not touch, they are unclean to you. Verse number 9, He shall you eat of all that are in the water, for so I will have fins and scales in the water, in the sea, and in the river. Them shall you eat. Verse number 10. Now they have not fiends and scales of the sea and the rivers. Of all that move in the waters and of the living thing which is in the waters, they shall be an abomination unto you. Verse number 11. They shall be even an abomination unto you. You shall not eat of their flesh. You shall, but you shall have their cookies and abomination. <clears throat> Now, 
feet in the water, out of the water, and you go to your places where you celebrating, make sure whatever is is set, you gonna get ready. When based upon anything that's coming out that water, make sure it got fins and scales. Now I went to a place. I ain't gonna say where I went to, and I noticed that they had um, it's called um, a craft. I'm not gonna say the name of it, cause I always get in trouble. Craft this or craft that. And what I noticed that we was going up in the craft places was the children of the book, the one African American Negro, and the one that you call Hispanic people. They were tan up. They were that place. Because I was there earlier to do one thing, and I was uh, next door to it, and they was up in there eating all of that kind of food up. But you have to watch if it don't have fins and scales in the water, you don't eat it. Now, we tell them for the children of Israel. Now, the other nation, he didn't give him a dietary law. He, he gave you, the children of Israel, a dietary law. What you supposed to eat to avoid punishment, see? But we don't know who we are as a people, and we celebrate from eating everything that the Bible tells us not to eat. Because first of all, we don't know who we are. And that's the reason why a lot of elderly people think they get old. No, it's not the point. You're going to get old. Moses was 120 years old. Everything was working on Moses when he died. Eyes was spinning and grinning. He was moving around real good. He's 120 years old. Matter of fact, hey, my V, when when a set of twins was produced, mother, hey, my V, in Genesis 25, 23, when a set of twins was produced. What message do they have in that in that message? It's a message in there in Genesis twenty five on a set of twins. It was they wasn't um they weren't identical twins. They was um what that word um is another word um paternal. Help me out there, yo. What was that word called? It's not identical twins. Fraternal. Fraternal. Excellent. That was kind of twins they were. I mean, you know, a lot of camps said, well, look, they were twins. After, yeah, they was, they was not identical twins. They was, uh, say that word again? Fraternal. That means they both came out around the same time, but one was um, totally different. And and they exist today. Um, and they exist today as a people. But what happened, they don't identify themselves because they don't take, they don't take in your place. They don't identify themselves as these people don't exist. Hey, hey, look here. Before we read that, let's run to the regular book called Ecclesiastes chapter 1. I think that's what I want. The show that... Um, they exist today. I'm 
even of all that have been before them, they also that come after shall not rejoice in him. Surely this also is vanity and vexation of spirit. Mm-hmm. So it's no end to people. And you, and you send the minister and they tell you about, no, these people don't exist no more. No, no, no. According to the wise man of the world, everybody was there then as this now. So for what Yahweh did, mother, in 12 verse 7 of the same book, he did something in 12 verse 7. What did he do, mother, in 12 verse 7 the same book? Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 7. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 7. Then shall be just return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto Yahweh who gave it. Mm-hmm. So the breath that you breathe, Returning back to him. And then when he read it, he put that breath back out there again in another vessel. That's why sometimes you're watching that brand new baby. That baby's been around a long time. That baby's been around a long time. He takes that same spirit. And you'll know it through the pages of the book once you get the right type of spirit on you. You'll know, and it's already and it's already said, that this got to happen. Hey, yo, I got to pull it out before we go there. Before we go to mother in that twenty fifth chapter, but we gotta pull this out in second Ezra. Elder Yada. We're going to second Ezra to understand that there's something written here in second Ezra chapter one. We're gonna pick it up at verse number thirty seven down to verse forty. Listen listen to this listen to this right here. Second Ezra chapter one. And remember one thing. That's the reason why we throw twelve twelve on the table. We know we're doing a series called the Son of Addition, but we also know that that when you get the memos in and if Yahweh wants you to speak on, showing you that if you're not in order, if you're not paying attention to what Yahweh got written in his Bible, you're gonna play the fight for it in time to come. That's all I'm saying. In time to come, you will be paying the fight for it. So in first, in second Ezra chapter one, Elder, take it around about verse thirty-seven down to verse forty. Listen to this. The book of Second Ezra, chapter one, verse number thirty-seven through forty reads. Book of Second Ezra, chapter one, verse thirty-seven. I take to witness the grace of the people to come, whose little ones rejoice in gladness. That and though they have not seen me with bodily eyes, yet in spirit they believe the things that I say. Verse 38. Now, brother, behold what glory and see the people that cometh from the east. Verse 39. To whom I will give for leaders Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, Hosea, Amos, Micah, Joel. Abiyah and Jonas, verse 40. Nahum and Habakkuk, Sophonias and Yeas, Zechariah, Malachi, which is called also the angel of Yahweh. And this word angel in this case means messenger. 
He's saying every last one of these people will be back on the scene before the coming of Yahweh. Not that specific individual, but the spirit that Abraham had in him, it's going to come, it's going to come back. Isaac, all these spirits you see right here, Yahweh got it in his hand. You return back to the ground. But the spirit that that these men had, Yahweh has placed them back into the world as we speak. And you will know them by the pages of the book. That's why it's no accident that we speak all over the world. And all these people will be identified from the pages of the book. In the book of Daniel, 12, verse 4, they what does it say in Daniel 12, verse 4? The book of Daniel, chapter 12, verse number 4 reads, Book of Daniel 12, verse number 4. Book of Daniel, chapter 12, verse 4 reads, But thou, old Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. And it shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Is it so, Daniel? Is it Daniel? Uh, shut the book up. It ain't for you, Daniel. You shut the book up, Daniel. But he told Daniel, what he tell Daniel? In 9 and 10, and verse on 13. What he says to Daniel, 9, 10, and 13, A.O. Look at Daniel 12, verse number 9 reads. He said, go your way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed to the time of the end. Verse number 10. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Verse 13. But go your way to the end be, for you shall rest and stand in your life at the end of the days. You hear man saying? So, Daniel, look here. You go your way and do what he said. What I tell you do, Daniel. But verse 13 says, Daniel, go your way until the end. Guess what? We're in the end. We're in the seventh day. We're in the seven thousand years. Daniel is on the scene as we speak. The spirit of Daniel is on the scene somewhere as we speak. See? All these men and women, spirit is on the planet Earth as we speak. Because he just recycled them back. Boom. You got to recognize the spirit of Cain is in the spirit of a people today. Remember Cain? He told Cain something real plain there. Hey, hey Mother Eve, what did he tell Cain in 4 verse 7? He, he made a statement to Cain and told him something. And what did he say, Mother, in Genesis 4 verse 7? What did he say to Cain? He looked Cain eyeball to eyeball and said something to Cain, and what did he say? The book of Genesis, chapter 4, verse 7. Genesis, mm-hmm. chapter 4, verse 7, read. If that doeth well, 
shall thou not be accepted. And if that doest not well, sin lies at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire. And that shall rule He told him, he said, um, now, if you do well, you accept it. He said, if you do well, you accept it. Okay? Mm-hmm. If you don't, sin lies at your door. Mm-hmm. The door of your brain. If you do well, you accept it. He said, all you got to do is do well, okay? Uh, what are you talking about, mother? Let's go to um, 721. 721 or Matthew. What are you saying there? 721. What do you mean by if you do well, you accept? What are you talking about? Go to Matthew 721. Look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Not everyone that said unto me, Yahweh, Yahweh, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my with you in heaven. Mm-hmm. So he told Cain to do well, you accept it. That means you do in Yahweh's will. And mother, what is his will? 40 verse 8. Psalm 40 verse 8. So he told Cain then and there, he said, listen, you can't do this thing the way you want to do it. You got to do it the way I came to do it. Now, if you do well, you accept it. That means you're doing his will. And what is his will that we can read in Psalm 40, verse 8? Book of Psalms, chapter 40, verse 8. I delight to do thy will, O my Yahweh. Day, thy law is within my mind. You see that? So that's what it was. The will was his law. See, when you're doing Yahweh's law, doing his will, and then guess what? You are accepted. Mm-hmm. So we say it was no end to the people. Now give me that now give me that verse again, mother. And Genesis twenty five, verse twenty three. See, it's no end to the people. And they'll say you is a people that's not here no more. But I beg the difference. According to what we read in 4.16, everybody's here. He's got the spirit of everybody in his hand. And you're going to spirit, and the only way you recognize them is through their wickedness. The wicked, the recognize that Cain's spirit is on the table today. It must be a people here that just as wicked as Cain. But we, we might not get into that right now, but you'll know what Cain did. They've been doing the same thing. So Cain's spirit is on the face of the earth as we speak. Somebody has to have that spirit in them. And when Yahweh talk about somebody, he's talking about a nation. Not just an individual. A nation has the spirit of Cain. And how they stop everything? By eliminating you. That's how they stop everything, like Cain did to his brother. He said, I ain't going to do right, but I'm going to crack you side your head, and I'm going to get rid of you. See, that's 
how he saw things in his mind. Because they, he told him, if you do well, you accept it. But if you don't, sin lies at the door. And the big sinner himself is saying the devil. Got it? Good. Let's look at Genesis 25, 23, Moses. Let's find out about something. And 23, 23. About an age factor, too. Genesis 25, 23. Verse 23. And the Yahweh said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. Mm-hmm. The only point, back up one verse, mother. I, I'm, I'm looking for an age factor. Back up one. Well, okay, well, keep reading. I'm looking for an age. I'm looking for something about. Go ahead and read. Keep reading. Continue reading. Okay. Uh, 24. Yeah, what's 24 say? Verse 24. And when her day to be, the devil was fulfilled. Behold, there were twins in her womb. 25. Okay. And good. And a good. Back up, mother, and back up and look at the verse where it gives Isaac age. To have these twins. What was his age? Back up. Help me out there. Help. Back up and look at that verse, and and what is that? What is the age of Isaac that produced these thousand baby boys? What verse is that? The book of Genesis, twenty-five, verse number. Genesis twenty-five. <laughs> Genesis twenty-five. Genesis 25, verse number 21. 21. That was wrong. Hey, Mother, read that verse 21. Um, what I'm going to get is his age. What was Isaac's age? Mm-hmm. And Isaac entreated the Yahweh for his wife because he was barren. And the Yahweh entreated of him. And Rebecca, his wife, conceived. Okay. I still I, I still want his age. What verse is his age? Okay, let me see. What verse is his age? I need I need to hear his age. Okay, I'm trying to see. Yeah, in twenty five. He got an age in here. I need to hear. So we
three four year old and he had them two baby boys called Esau and Jacob. You see that? So what what was they doing? Wisdom of Calvary. Chapter sixteen, verse twelve. Hey, what is that we can read in the wisdom of Solomon sixteen verse twelve? What were they doing? What were they doing? Book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse number 12 reads. Book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse number 12. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse number 12 reads. It will neither herb nor mortifying plaster. That restored them to health. But your word of Yahweh, which healeth all things. Hey, that's something. You see what they were doing? It wasn't the mandrake. It wasn't um, him. It was him keeping the word of Yahweh. The key to Good health is obeying Yahweh. What he got written, the order he got written, then then he'll say, Elder, you'll make it plain in first John chapter three twenty two. What it says on the right side of book first John three twenty two. What it says we can read. See, listen to it. It's not, like I said, I went to a place, and I see a place called Crab. Uh, Crab something, I ain't going to tell her the name of it. And what I see in that eating, the Crab food was the one you call African-American and Negro. They was up in the end, the one you call Mexican was in there with Ishikoff. African-American Negro is Jewish. We've seen them all up in there eating crabs. But we just read by you, if it don't have fins and scales on it, you don't eat it because it's an abomination to you. To you. Not to them, the other nations. The other nations can eat all that stuff, and they have no problem. Cast iron something. They eat anything they put their mouth on. You got to cast iron something. How you want the steaks? Leave them real. Let the blood drip all down my shirt. My better ass got three more shirts. Brought it with me. When I mess up one, I change the next one. And I, then we cut the deal after we eat this bloody pot steak. It's not. So, Mandrake, that daddy, feels Book of First John chapter three, verse number twenty-two reads. First John three, verse twenty-two. Whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments and do those mm-hmm. things that are pleasing in His sight. <laughs> you see the man saying, "He said, whatever we ask." But we have to get the condition. And the condition is 
you got to be keeping his law. If you're not keeping his law, you can do all the magic, everything you want to do. And then Yahweh still got the boom on you because one thing about it is you got to do this for now, 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 Mother E, I mean, Mother G, take that telephone of yours and put in and let the national audience hear what do processed food. Processed food is bad for your what? Let's see what, let's see what it says about processed food. Ask that old one-eyed Satan phone. What do processed food make you do? Processed food. Hey, Mother Z, Mother Z. She's not in here right now. Oh, okay. Hey, El, can, hey, El, can you, you, you close by that telephone and, and put in, what do processed food make you do? Processed food. Hey, El, y'all, now, let's see what it says. Let the, let the world hear what processed food, what it make you do. What do processed food make you do? But too much of them leads to serious health issues like obesity, heart disease, high blood pressure, and diabetes. One more time, Elder. One more time for the national order. Over 9,000 strong in national side. They processed food. What do processed food make you do? One more time, Elder, and stick a little more closer to your microphone. What do processed food make you do? According to LHSFNA, these ingredients make the food we eat taste better, but too much of them leads to serious health issues like obesity, heart disease, high blood pressure, and diabetes. You see that? You see what, you see, you see what that processed food do for you? You know, it, it causes you um, heart disease, obesity. High blood pressure and diabetes. Now they got. Now they don't put a. They don't put on type one, type two, type three. They got all kind of diabetes, right? What what diabetes you got? Oh, I'm a, I'm I'm on level two. Yeah. Here go here go your problem, man. You're not obeying y'all processed food. And just like eating that all, you got you got religious stuff. Uh, they love to eat that all. Every, all the time, but they got a special day called January the 1st, and they eat the biggest hog. Everybody eat a hog for a tradition. And, I, and every last one of them got diabetes and high blood pressure. Yeah? But Yahweh told the children of Israel, the people of the book, not to eat no hog. Now it's question Leviticus chapter 11, you know, and stick it at verse 44 down to the bottom. 1144. Listen, listen what he's telling the children of Israel. You know, the people of the book, the one you call Christian, African American, and Negro. Look, we tell the Christians in the Bible, the one that's called African American, Negro, and Christian. Look what he says in 1144 down to the bottom. What did he say to him? Book of Leviticus, chapter 11, verse number 44 reads Leviticus 11, verse 44. For I am Yahweh, you are Yahweh. You shall therefore sanctify yourself, and you shall be holy. For I am holy. Neither shall you defile yourself with any manner of creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 45. 
For I'm Yahweh that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your Yahweh. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. Verse 46. This is the law of the beast, and of the fowl, and of every living creature that moveth in the waters, and of every creature that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 47. To make a difference between the unclean and the clean, between the beast that may be eaten and the beast that may not be eaten. You, know, you got to make a difference. Your preacher cannot pray over hog hmm. meat. He can't pray. He can't put his, his big black hands over hog meat and then he pray over it and then you can eat it. No, he said you got to make a difference between what you put in your mouth and uh, what you put in your mouth. You don't put hog in your mouth. You don't put food that do not have fins and scales in your mouth. And remember, and processed food that starts processed food, the older you get, the more it sticks to your ribs, it clogs your arteries up, and it causes you heart disease. High blood pressure. On your phone, you got Doc Cook. Speed called him Doc Cook. And he, he give you a bottle for your high blood pressure. Oh, you know, that's why you got high blood pressure. Because of what you intake in your mouth. And I follow what he did the children of Israel, the people of the book. So a lot of elderly don't have to be in that bad of shape. Age is one thing. I don't think if you eliminate, if you eliminate uh, processed food, if you eliminate um, hog eating, but remember, but don't nothing work unless you got your Y-H-W-H of fun. See, and that's the game changer right there. Then once you start getting your man drake together, tea, you say, well, me and my better half, um, we need to make something happen. Well, hey, it was left at 18 chapters. Let me show you that Yahweh can do, Yahweh can do whatever he wants to do. We're going to the 18th chapter of Genesis, here. We're going to 18 chapters, take a little piece of something in 18 chapters of Genesis. We told you, Yahweh can do whatever he want to do. He got the power to do whatever he want to do. The first thing you got to do, you got to look in the mirror and see if you're getting your mighty one right. In the 18th chapter, we're going to look at first number Nine. Stick with verse number nine. Yeah, well, we'll ask the question. We'll read to get our point. Verse number nine, what does it say? The book of Genesis, chapter 18. Verse number nine reads. Genesis, chapter 18. Verse number nine. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. Verse number 10. He said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. 
And lo, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Verse number 11. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age. They ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of a woman. Verse 12. And for Sarah laughed within herself, saying, As I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Yaquah being old also. Verse 13. Yaquah said unto Abraham, What for did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which I'm old? Verse 14. Is anything too hard for Yaquah? At the time appointed, I will return unto you according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. You see that? So you see, it's nothing too hard for Yahweh. But you got to make sure one thing, that you make your calling election sure according to Yahweh's word. Now, Abraham, we're not getting gesture. He was 90. He was, um, what, 80, 90 years old when... 99, what, what age was he, what he, elder, when he had uh, that son? What what age was that, elder? Abraham was 100 years old. 100 years old. Now, now, he was 100 years old. Ain't nothing impossible for Yahweh. And, and by him producing, Ishmael, and Isaac, he, he was a hundred years old. Because yeah. there's nothing impossible for Yahweh. And that's what we're telling you. Yahweh can do whatever, but you got to first make sure you're doing what Yahweh tells you to do that you can read. Okay? Now, when you're doing what Yahweh tells you to do, he can, he's, um, because all he do, hey, Mother E, all he do is 107 verse 20. That's all he do, Mother. Psalm 107 verse 20. I'm going to tell you what the Almighty do. That's all he do is 107 verse 20, Mother. What does what, what, what it say we can read in Psalm 107 verse 20? What do he do? Oh, well, ain't nothing happening yet. Okay. Good. Let's find out what's going on in Romans 7, verse 20. Mother, Mother E, we're going to look at Psalm 107, and we're going to look right down at verse number 20, Mother. Mother E, 107, verse 20. What's that say, Mother? The book of Psalms, chapter 107, verse 20. He said his word. And healed them and delivered them from their destruction. You see that? So all he do he is tell the word going down there and um let it be done. St. John chapter six, forty four, forty five there, mother mother E. St. John chapter six, forty four, forty five, what does it say? Saint John chapter six, forty four and forty five. Yes, ma'am. What that say? What that say, Mother E? What do St. John 6, 44 and 45 say? St. John chapter 6. Let me get there. 44 and 45. 
St. John chapter 6, verse 44. No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. 45. It is written in the seal, and they shall be all taught of Yahweh, every man, Yahweh that has heard and has learned of unto me. You see that? You say you got to be taught. You got to be taught. So you, you got to be taught. And um, and you got to be a Hebrew chapter 13, verse 5, three with it. He, he said you got to be taught by him. So listen to what he says over here in the book of Hebrews. And see, we come on this broadcast six nights a week. We come to wake you up, but you have to be taught. Matter of fact, hey, uh, give me 14, 34 seconds while I peep in Hebrews. Give me second of 14, 34. What that say first, hey, uh. Book of Second Edges, chapter 14. Verse number 34 reads, Book of Second Edges 14, verse number 34. If we have so be that you should will subdue your own understanding, reform your mind, your heart, you shall be kept alive, and after death you shall obtain mercy. It's the first thing you gotta do, you gotta subdue your own mind. You can't bring in, well, I know, I know, I know, I know. No, it don't work like that. You got to first do your own understanding. All that you have learned, you have to get to the side. And let the sister know and count guide you through this Bible for you be in position to help yourself and those that come after you. That's the first thing you got to have. You got to reform your brain. You got to know the order of things. Now we're going to the book of Hebrews chapter 5, that, I mean 13, Elder. And we're going to Hebrews chapter 13. We'll look at verse number 5. We'll start off right there. 13 verse 5, what does that say? 5 and, five and 6. What does it say? The book of, the Israelites, the book of Hebrews chapter 13. Verse number 5 and 6 reads, book of Hebrews. Look at the Israelites, chapter 13, verse 5. That your conversation be without covetedness. Be content with such things as you have. We have said, I would never leave you nor forsake you. Verse number 6. So that we may boldly say, Yahweh is our helper. And I would not fear what man shall do unto me. Mm-hmm. Great.
It's a four-letter word I'm looking for. The book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 7. Remember them which have the rule over you. We have spoken unto you the word of Yahweh, whose faith followed, considering the end of their conversation. Mm-hmm. You see, you got to remember that, that, that who got the rule over you. And the one that got the rule over you is the one that speaks the word of the Almighty. Four-letter man. That's who got the rule over you. Now, this four-letter word I'm looking for, but we'll walk down into it, you know, pick it up. Think of verse 15. Verse 17 is going to be that four-letter word that have to kick in. I don't care if you 99 or 100. It's the words that are going to be said in the 17th chapter of the first, first verse, 15. Come on, Elder. Book of, book of Hebrews, book of the Israelites, chapter 13. Verse number 15 reads, Book of the Israelites. Book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to Yahweh continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Verse 16. But to the good and to the, but to do good and to communicate, forget not. With such sacrifice, Yahweh is well pleased. Verse 17. Obey them that have the rule over you. Submit yourself for that, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give an account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for it is unprofitable for you. You see it? He said, obey. That, that's the word to make them say, oh, now, 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 there you go. There you go right there. Obey. They got the rule over you. So want to speak to Yahweh's words, trying to tell you exactly what to do to live to avoid punishment, and when that word called, come out saying obey, and that's when you see the spirits come out. Oh, what you mean by obey? Then another thing he said in verse 18, what do you say? Verse 18, because Hebrews 13, verse 18. Pray for us, for we trust we have a good conscience in all things, willing to live earnestly. That's right. Now, in the in the verse seventeen, you know, that first word just just uh, that first word just just pronounce it twice, and we'll move on. The book of Hebrews, chapter thirteen, verse seventeen. No, seventeen or seventeen. It's one mm-hmm. word in there. That first word, I want I want it to be said twice, and then we'll move on. The book of Hebrews, thirteen, verse seventeen. Obey them that have the rule. Obey them that have the rule over you. And submit yourself for they watch for your souls. Obey. The one that got the rule over you, they watch over your souls. They don't want to do it in Greek. We try to tell you, we don't have to be having speed dial numbers to Jacob. We don't have to have heart disease trouble. We don't have to have high blood pressure pills. We don't have to have diabetes one, two, and three. All you gotta do obey the dietary of Yahweh and not only that, remember, but none of the work 
without wisdom of God and telling you, it's not the man Drake, it's not your age, it's Yahweh's word. It's nothing impossible for Yahweh. So he can do. He can get you back on your feet. He can reverse anything in your body that like it's never been there. Once you obey who got the rule over you and apply it. We don't have to be busy with Doc Cook like we're doing. Doc Cook, you got on, on your speed dial. Doc Cook, I'm in trouble again. What? What's wrong? My head is spinning. What, what, what did you eat? And he'll tell you in a strict, sly way, cut down on your, your uh, salt, sugar, and, and sodium. You tell you cut down on it. And that's a switch, step power away like Satan gave. He don't tell you leave it alone and do uh, Genesis 1, 29, 30. He ain't going to tell you what we give him to take. Genesis 1, 29, 30. What the hell? The book of Genesis chapter 1, verse number 29, verse number 30 reads. Book of Genesis chapter 1. Verse number 29 reads, Genesis 1, verse 29. Yahweh said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of the tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for me. Verse number 31, 30. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, Everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, have given every green herb for me, and it was so. Mm-hmm. I gave every green herb for me, and it was so. So when, when your better ass sit down and make you a nice gentleman, she makes sure that you have green herbs that have uh, seeds that have been, been planted, not processed, or laboratory. You get ready to eat. If it don't have no seeds in it, then you know that's been processed from a laboratory. You bypass that. Make sure when she sit down and cook you something, it's got seeds in it, and it's the color of green. And then what do you put with them greens that you can read? Let's find out what goes with that green food that we can read. Let's go to Psalm chapter 65, yo. And look here. Now, so you got green food. Now, look, 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 look here, woman. You make sure, I'm going to make sure everything is there. I'm going to get a refrigerator and a freezer. I'm going to make sure everything is there. But make sure when it's time to cook my meal, you got some green food there in it. And what else do you want with it? Let's go to Psalm 65, verse 1, 9 through 13. Hey, yo, what can we read out of Psalm 65? Now, remember, in 2 Samuel 2 and 3, 1, 2, and 3, the angel is the one told him these things. And David just wrote it down. Let's see what God 65, verse 1, 9 through 13. Yo, what does it say? The book of Psalm, chapter 65, verse number 1. Verse number 9 through 13 reads. Book of Psalm 65, verse number 1. Praise waited for thee, O Yahweh and Yahweh Judah. Now to thee shall the vow be performed. 
Verse number nine. Thou visit the earth and watereth it, that greatly increases it with the river of Yaquah, which is full of water, that prepares them corn when thou hast so provided for it. Verse number ten. Thou watereth the ridges thereof abundantly, thou sellest the furrows thereof, thou makest it soft with showers, thou blessest the spring thereof. Verse number eleven. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy paths drop fatness. Verse 12. They drop upon the pastures of the wilderness, and the little hills rejoice on every side. Verse 13. The pastures are clothed with flocks, the valley also are covered over with corn. They shout for joy. They also sing. See what they do? And when they get to eat, they're not looking for a pillow to lay down and and fall out like a brick. They go sing and shout for joy. See how right. you got green food and corn on the plate. Now your resources, you remember, remember none don't work without wisdom, Psalm sixteen twelve. You got to be keeping the law, that's and commandments. But see now, suppose you are one of one here doing so. Now what what you get out of that meal for that man um, came in from a hard day's work? You gonna get him to shout. Joy and pain. It's right there. He, he looks for no pillow, and now you gotta go put a blanket over him because he's finished after what you got to be. Go to Zechariah chapter 9, verse 16 and 17. Hey, Mother E, tell me Numbers chapter 11, verse 5, waiting on me, Mother E. It's from Zechariah chapter 9, 16 and 17. Boom. The book of Zechariah, chapter 9, verse 16 and 17 reads, Book of Zechariah, chapter 9, Zechariah, chapter 9, verse number 16. The book of Zechariah, chapter 9, verse number 16 reads, Zechariah 9, verse 16. Yahweh, their Yahweh shall save them in that day as the flock of his people. For they shall be as the stones of a crown lifted up as an ensign upon his land. Verse 17. How great is his goodness and how great is his beauty. Corn shall make the young men triple and new wine the maid. Hey, that corn. See, that corn, that corn came from heaven. He dropped that corn down from heaven. That's the angel's food, corn. Corn is a blood purifier. It'll ward off all type of diseases. you build your immune system up. The more corn, not fact, you might remember a conversation you might hear your grandfather say, boy, that man, that man over there, Jack, is strong. He's corn-fed. He's stronger than ox. That's his corn-fed self.
Somebody else can be sick. But you got a big belly full of some dust there, Joshua, before you, 1612, big belly full of corn in you. You have all the nutrients that you need if somebody, yeah, you can go to the hospital and lay out in the hospital and visit everybody. And you got to worry about all that stuff. Because the majority of the people in the 16th County camp, when they had all that stuff going on, they none of them had, the majority of them had no masks on. Don't worry about that. So they knew they kept the Yakuwa first. And they won, and they didn't go out there and get that jab. See, they didn't go get that jab. A whole lot of them got that jab. See? But now you see that after time went on, now they come back in a year or so later, and now they thawing out like flies. Why? They didn't have the Yahuwah first, and they don't understand that the Bible says you don't have no itty-bitty people. You follow Yahuwah's rule. Well, I eat hog, but it's only an itty-bitty piece of hog. No, you don't eat no hog. He said, that's abomination to you, children of Israel. You don't eat no hog. No uh, limb barbecue, they call it. The hog, hog specialist. You don't eat that stuff because it's not good for you. Not other nations can eat it. But you know. Now, hell, in the, in the book of Deuteronomy, hell, it's um, something else that just dawned on me. So, yes, dear. That sounds pretty good, but you might as well tell them a little bit more. Because you got you got these uh, pastors that get the VIP card for themselves. They can eat all they want. If a pastor, I'm going to give you a card that you you can eat all you want, pastor. But you bring your flock to my place. and um, But you get a free meal. So that you tell the congregation, you know, I can eat all I want, and I get a free meal. I ain't got a charge, but he's charging y'all. Mm-hmm. He, he passed it on team. He's thinking they're looking out for him. But in the book of Deuteronomy, Elder, statement in Deuteronomy that we need to read, um, he said something in Deuteronomy, Elder. Well, we are struggling a little bit. He talks about something in Deuteronomy 23. What do the first, what do the second, the second, look at Deuteronomy 23, Elder. We, we look at verse number three. I want to start on verse three first. Let's see what it says in Deuteronomy 23, verse number three. What is that, Elder? We're going to Deuteronomy 23, verse number 3 reads, Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 3, And Ammonite or Moabite shall not enter into the congregation of Yaquah. Even to their tenth generation shall they not enter into the congregation of Yaquah forever. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about the Ammonite and the Moabite. Now, when you see them names, remember these are their ancient names, and everybody else changed their names to protect the, 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 the guilty. You know, you had a program you used to change the name to protect the, the, 
protect the innocent. No, no, no. You change the name to protect the guilty. Now, he's talking about the Ammonites and the Moabites. The time said we know what else with that. But that's what's called they, the Chinese, Japanese, and the Chinese today. Japanese and Chinese. You know, that's what he said. Japanese and Chinese. That's what he trying to tell you. Now, he, now you ever talk about the Japanese and the Chinese? Right in verse 3. He said, they don't overcome in your congregation from 10th generation to hell. Then he explained to Moses, tell the children of Israel, why so? He said, why? Why the Japanese and Chinese don't overcome in this congregation for hell? Why so? Verse 5. Why so, yo? Verse 4. Deuteronomy 23, verse 4. Because they met you not with bread and with water in the way when you came forth out of Egypt. Because they hired against thee Balaam, the son of Beor, of Petor, of Mesopotamia, to curse you. You see that? He's become to curse you. And when, and when he was coming out from beat down over 400 years in Egypt, they didn't offer you no water, corn, and wine. They didn't do nothing. Like but another thing they didn't do, um, a mother eat. It's nothing in a mother, nothing they didn't do in um Act verse nineteen. He said something else they gotta do first. A mother. What can we read in Acts three verse number nineteen? What look at that three nineteen, mother. See something else you gotta do and they haven't done that even to this day. They've never done a three nineteen of Acts. What's that, Mother? Book of Acts, chapter 3, verse 19. The book of Acts, chapter 3, verse 19. Repent you, therefore, and be converted, that your sin may be blotted out when the time of refreshment shall come from the presence of the Yahweh. Mm-hmm. What, they, what they have never did to this day was repent of. The wrongdoing of their um, father. Let's look at the Latter Day Saints saying, uh, "You ain't got to repent. We was not back there at that time." Well, no, you wasn't back there, but you was back there. But that's another lesson. But since you said that, hell, in the book of Isaiah 14. Can you have to see out in verse 20 to 22? Let's see if we get a precept for the Latter-day Saints um, because they was not back there. Let's find out what do Isaiah the Seer say in 700 B.C. that came to that kind of conversation in Isaiah 14, 20 to 22. What is that, Adam? The book of Isaiah, chapter 14, verse number 20 through 22 reads, Isaiah 14, verse number 20. Thou shalt not be joined with them in burial, because thou hast destroyed thy land. Slain thy people, the seed of the evildoers, shall never be renowned. Verse 21. Prepare slaughter for his children, for the iniquity of their fathers, and they do not rise 
nor possess a land, nor fill the face of the world with cities. Verse 22. For I raise up against them, said Yahweh of hosts, and cut off from Babylon the name, the remnant, son, nephew, said Yahweh. He says again, it's not the point you was you wasn't back there, but you was back there. Because I don't recite the spirit right back in you. He said the children got to pay put the bill of their profiles and mothers. Remember. Some of us, but anybody any bit of people, they are stretched out to be so many, so many. But you don't understand something that you got the other nation was stretched the truth. They'll got you thinking that every last one of you came over here in 1619 and all that stuff. No, 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 no. There's no way in the world that could have happened. I'll tell you what. You go on that old piece of computer and ask if, let's say, for example, 10, 12, or 20 million of you came off that west coast of Africa. Tell me, tell them, show you the ships that they came on. Don't tell them, the ships got to be somewhere. What is the ships that brought the 12 to 20 million Israelites that called African American Negroes over here in 1619? Where is the ship at now? They got a couple of them laying over there and, and um, the northern world, 05 over here, 05 over Do you know once you get out of that freight and get into that ladder, that river is like a, like somebody took you, the wind is so heavy and back and forth. Do you know that even basically the ones that got the eyes yesterday don't have to be thrown from the Atlantis and get up into them, them rivers? And that big old screen be throwing you on, tossing you all over the place. Hey, tell him, show us the ship that you brought the, the African American Negroes over 12 million to 20 million over here. But you know what? That ain't that ain't even um. Hey, give me 2460. That ain't even a tenth of the children of Israel. You know the prophesied about the children of Israel and 24 verse 60, the number that they're going to be when the time you uh, come out to the darkness. And 24 60, hey, what is there in 24 60 Genesis? Book of Genesis, chapter 24, verse number 60 reads. Book of Genesis 24, verse 60. They blessed Rebecca and said unto her, <laughs> Her our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions. And let thy seed possess let thy seed possess the gates of those which hate them. You see that? Thousands of millions. It was prophesied you would be thousands of millions. So how many million folks came over in sixteen nineteen? At the base you say ten million, twelve million. Man, that ain't even a tenth of a thousand million. But not only that, and Moses' days at Elder, in the first chapter, look what Moses said 500 years later after that prophecy was made. 
Moses came on the scene, and what did Moses say in one verse number eleven? Let make it ten, make it sound good. Make it just um ten and eleven. Do it around the chapter one, verse ten and eleven. What what did Moses say there, Elder? Verse ten and eleven. Book of Deuteronomy chapter one, verse number ten, verse number eleven reads: Deuteronomy chapter one, verse ten. Yahweh Yahweh multiplied you. Behold, you are this day as the stars of heaven for multitude. Verse number eleven. Yahweh your fathers make you a thousand times so many more as you are, and bless you as He has promised you. You see that? By the time um. Five hundred years later, the prophecy was said that. Look at that. You more than that. You was more than that. So, what I'm trying to tell you, the people that have taught you, have taught you on every front wrong. That's why you don't know who you are. And we ask 95%, 98%, where is your homeland? How many of you will point out in the Bible your homeland? How many? How many will go? Hey, Marie, how many will go to Ezekiel 5 5 and point that out? Back there with Yah God in 2 Ezra chapter 10, verse 7, and Galatians 4 26. How many of you scholars? One is Sammy the Christian Israelite, and tell him, and you ask the preacher, where is, where is our homeland? How many would take you to Ezekiel 5 5 by mother, back there with our hill in 10 verse 7 and Galatians 4 16? Let's see, how many would do this? Come on, mother. Ezekiel chapter 5, verse 5. Thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, this is Jerusalem. I have set it in the midst of the nations and countries that are round about her. So your land is the center capital of the world. The center capital of the world is your land, but your land, who is your land? Who are you talking about? Come on, Because Second Ezra chapter ten, verse number seven. How that Yagda Judah, our mother is full of all heaviness. See that? Our mother land is Judah, the southern kingdom of Israel. That is the African American Negro homeland. Now, Paul pulled that verse in Galatians 4.26, and let's see what he says. You ask 99% of a Christian, what is your homeland? You'll give a song in there. Someone said, well, I'm just from Arkansas. That's all I know. I'm from Memphis, Mississippi. I'm from Africa. Man, you got 50 spots over there. What? Where you at? Look and see what Paul pulled at verse 4, 16, what he said there. Look at Galatians 4, verse number 26 reads, The Yagdar Judah, which is above is free, which is the mother 
of us all. So they, when they ask you where your motherland is, why don't you tell that preacher the time before you, you pay your tithes and free will often do? Our motherland, the center capital of the world, it is Judah that you call Jerusalem, the center capital of the world, the southern kingdom. That was the one you call Negro. That was they originated from. Why don't you do that? Yeah, you know what you'll do? We'll going to show you that dope. You can tell the big deacons, we got one over here. We got one up to listen to them bosses of a two Israelites. Now, you Christian. Now, back to that 23rd chapter, Elder. So we find out that the Japanese and the Chinese didn't treat you right. And they never repented to this day. They never repented. So then he, so he, so he got the door open for them to repent. And the Japanese ain't came on their on their airways. They got that um cable station called um what's the name of that big old cable station they got called now Elder TikTok. Thank you, Elder TikTok. You know TikTok belongs to the Chinese and Japanese. If you ain't you all over TikTok, get you on that. They do. But look what he says. Moses tells children of Israel about Mr. TikTok name in verse number five. What, what, did, did we read five to hell? Deuteronomy 23. 23? Did we read verse five? Yes, sir. What did we read? Deuteronomy 23, verse five. What did it say in Deuteronomy 23, verse five? Book of Deuteronomy 23. Verse number five. Nevertheless, Yaquah would not hearken unto Balaam, and Yaquah turned the curse into a blessing unto you, because Yaquah, your Yaquah, loved you. You see that? But nevertheless, see, see Yaquah would not let nothing work. Matter of fact, I hear a way saying fifty-four seventeen of Isaiah total seal. You can put this in writing there. You can put this 54 17 in right. What are you saying right now, Elder? Isaiah 54 17. Book Isaiah 54, verse number 17 reads The weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of Yahweh, and their righteousness is of me, save Yahweh. Yeah, so there's no weapon formed against you going to prosper. If you got your mighty one right, he got you right. He said, he makes it plain. We're not going to read in, in the book of Sirach 2, verse 10. He said, look all over from the beginning to now. Whenever you got me right, had me right, I didn't get you right. He said, there's no record of it. So you got to understand something. There's no record of it. So when, it, so, when, so when Paul was writing in the book of Corinthians, Elder, 10, verse 21 to 23, when he was writing in Corinthians, Paul was not, you know, Paul was raised from the womb to tell you anything. Paul, in Galatians 1, 16, Paul was raised from the womb. So when Paul sat down and caught the northern kingdom out there in Corinth, 
they call them, they was called by name Corinthians, like you call African-American Negro and black, right? So they was called Corinthians. So Paul found them in the 10th chapter, and he looked them eyeball to eyeball and said something to him in 21, uh, 20 through 22. He looked them eyeball to eyeball, you know, and what he said to them in 1 Corinthians 10, 20 down to verse 22. What did he say? Book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 10. Verse number 21 to 21 and 22. Good enough. The book of 1 Corinthians 10. Verse number 21. Verse number 20. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to Yahweh. It would not that you should have fellowship with devils. Verse 21. You cannot drink the cup of Yahweh and the cup of devils. Can I be partake of the Yaqua's table and of the table of devils? He said, you can't do it. He said, you can't sit down at his table and sit down at a cup of devils' table. He said, you can't do it. He said, you can do it. You can do it if you want to, but as far as he said, that's about making him. He said, you can't do it. Now, what do they serve at their table? We're going to see... Going like to Deuteronomy 23 again. He said, Now, it was a people called Japanese and Chinese. He said, Because they didn't met you and do you no right. They didn't do you good. They didn't bless you right. But this is what he says to you, children of Israel, when it comes down to the Japanese and the Chinese. Look what he says to you, to Moses tells the children of Israel. But he said to you in verse 6, 23, verse 6 of Deuteronomy. What do you say here? Look at Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse number 6, read. Deuteronomy 23, verse number 6. Thou shalt not seek their peace, nor their prosperity, all thy days forever. What <laughs> You see, he said, you don't, you don't seek their prosperity or their peace all the days of your life. He said, when they open up them restaurants of downtown and in your neighborhood, if you don't seek their prosperity nor their peace all the days of your life. Now, what the Almighty say? So, you know, you, know, you well, baby, what you... What you cooking? I ain't cooking nothing. Stop out of Chinese restaurant and bring me something. The Japanese restaurant and bring me something. Huh? And, and the Korean restaurant, bring me something because all, that's all there is a mixture of both of them together that produce Korean. That's a mix you take them to. Almond and Moab and put them together and you got a Korean. <laughs> that's that. That's all that means. They said the same thing, all three of them. He says, you don't seek their peace, nor their prosperity. And look what we're doing now. We're doing everything contrary to the Bible, and we won't know why we ain't getting, getting the blessed as a nation. See, we got plenty that have made it individually, but they, they didn't make it by the will of the Almighty. Because he'd go a great big dignitary. Uh, now, you know this person got all the money that you take a stick at. 
uh, for your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Yeah. Now, this is a billionaire. Oprah Winfrey, billionaire, and she didn't even know that you that the worship day is Friday night and Saturday night. Friday night when the sun sets, Saturday night sunset. She didn't even know that, but she's a billionaire. But I'm people still influenced to follow her to what she owns. Probably was billionaire. Do you know the Bible day is Friday night and Saturday night? That's the worship day. And remember. Blessed be the seventh day after seven is completion. It ain't no blessed day after the seventh day. It ain't where I do mine the first day of the week. No, you're not doing a blessed day. You're doing a world day. Yeah? So it's up to you. Now, a mother E, now give me that four-course meal, mother E. Hey, hey, yo, I'll pull that person out of the other world where they talk about that um, standing corn. I'm going to make a statement on that standing corn in a minute. And book logs. What around? Well, whatever's around. I mean, that standing corn there, Elder, is, 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 is a statement in there. The reason why I'm going to get that word called standing corn. Uh, hey, Mother, now, you got the grandbabies over now. You better fix a full-course meal for them. Let's see what the a full-course meal According to the Bible, he is. Give me that number, 11 verse 5, mother. Now, let's, let's find out what up. Now, we find out a full course meal is started with a bunch of green stuff, green food. They got seed to it, they grow it, corn. Oh, I want to do something special for my better half. I got the grandbabies coming over. Let's, let's see. Let's see Granny make a full course meal. Numbers 11 verse 5. Hey, mother, eat. Let's make a full course meal in 11 verse 5. Come on. The book of Numbers, chapter 11, verse 5. We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumber and the melon and the leaf and the onion and the garlic. Now look what you did. Now you made the grandbabies a full course meal. Full course meal. There's that there. The northern came when they came over here, they followed all Israel. And, you know, and they, and they had a taste called buffalo. They used buffalo for their um, clothes and everything else. But when Esau and his five sons got over there, they just chopped, chopped up the buffaloes and sent them, and sent them over there to the soup line. And, they, and the northern kingdom was dying. They were dying like flies. And then when they, when they bought them small Pop blankets and say, look here, the missionaries came from the Catholic Church. And, you know, little old women in a long dress brought them blankets. And said, look here, this, this lie. So far, the mothers have um, 
mess y'all up real bad. You can't cut, you can't kill no buffaloes. They don't kill them all up. We're gonna bring you some blankets. You see the little, the little old Esau woman, you know, pale red. They call white. They brought you them blankets, and you took them blankets and got all up in them blankets and got all up in your little teepees and your houses. You know, we're cold. But them blankets had smallpox. But remember, remember, what would have, what would have thought off it? Hey, what you getting ready to read about that standing corn there, hell? What verse we got? Look at Deuteronomy chapter 23. Deuteronomy 23, verse number 25 reads, When thou comest into the standing corn of thy neighbor, thou, there thou mayest pluck the ears, with thy hand, thou shalt not move a sickle unto thy neighbor's standing corn. Standing corn. See, standing corn, it, you know, when it got over, over to what they call America, they see people in a good old age. Why? Everybody's back. Everybody can walk the mountains and don't even need a rope. What's going on over here? And they point over there to the standing corn. See, every meal, even start with Adam and Eve, that's what they had. Corn. Corn made the corn made the wheat. The corn made the wheat. Wheat and corn is interchangeable. They made the wheat from the corn. When you read the book of Adam, it's not reading tomorrow lesson. We might do it tomorrow lesson. But I'm saying something. And the children of Israel died. If you want to ward off diseases that are happening to you in your body, first of all, you got to have a wisdom of Solomon 16 prayer. So what healed you was the word. And Mother read in 107 verse 20, he sent this word and healed you. He'll let you know your body is going to fight off any kind of uh, immune, your immune system that, uh, they call it, um, but it's up in your body called mucus all in your body. By drinking that spring water and make sure every meal you got, you got a big belly full of corn. That corn will it'll make you straighten your back out. Standing corn. That's what they notice in a lot of their books. You go to the Darrell's book, a lot of the historians of the sins of East on their books. They notice people were so but they was walking like standing corn. You know why? Because they had them. Because every meal they made, they made it out of corn and the green food in the corn because they knew what elders get ready to read in 104 verse 14. See, they knew this part because they had a record to know Psalms 104, verse 14. Hey, what they knew about in Psalm 104, verse 14? The book of Psalms 104, verse number 14 reads, Psalm, the book of Psalms, chapter 104, Psalm 104, verse number 14. Psalm 104, verse number 14 reads, 
He causes the grass to grow for the cattle and herbs for the service of man that he may bring forth food out of the earth. You see that? Green herb is for the service of man. What makes this man at his best is the green food that has seeds in it and that corn with it and that fish and then chase them off a little buffalo and all that, you know. But it's uh but but you got to always um give me Leviticus three uh what I want out of Leviticus three that elder three Leviticus chapter three and nothing you have to do in Leviticus chapter three, something you have to do in Leviticus chapter three when you when when you when you go in and bring in that, that meat that meat, you got to first, I don't care what kind of meat you bring in, you got to put a three on them, a three. What I need, what I need out of the third chapter of the book of Leviticus. What I need. The third chapter, verse 17. Thank you, Elder. 317. What we need out of Leviticus 317? The book of Leviticus 3, verse number 17 reads, it shall be a perpetual statue for your generation throughout all your dwellers, that you eat neither fat nor blood. So you see that, see, see, Ryan, you got to make sure whatever meat that is cooked, you go out there and buy, you know, the meat that is not all, that got blood in it. You make sure you put a pot on and, um, and you mean Ezekiel 24, you put a pot on it and you put a Ezekiel 24 on it, Elder. You put a 24, verse number 4 through 6. This is what you do. And Ezekiel 24, verse 4 through 6. I don't care what it means, if it got blood in it, this is what you do. The children of Israel. You put on it a Ezekiel 24, 4 through 6. What's that, Al? Book of Ezekiel 24, verse number 4 through 6 reads Book of Ezekiel 24, verse number 4. Gather the pieces thereof into, into it, every, even every good piece, the thigh, the shoulder, fill it with the choice bones. Verse number 5. Take the choice of the flock and burn also the bones under it, and make it boil well, and let them feed the bones of it therein. Yeah. 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 Verse number six. Before thus saith Yahweh, go to the bloody city, to the part whose scum is therein. Mm-hmm. Now, now imagine you go to store and you buy choice meat, choice bones and all that. And the first thing they do, you better have to take the meat and just put it in the put up on the water and just put on the up under the zinc and just clean the hand prints off of it. Then put that meat right off into the skillet. And start, you know, working it out. what about you can get the scum out of it? You know sometimes people have barbecue 
if you need me on, you can just ask me to come to the barbecue. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go ahead and um, boil some of this boiled meat and get it halfway right. Did you notice all that scum in that meat? But folks, you don't boil it out. Help that scum will be in. In you. That's why you have heart disease. That's why you have diabetes. All that scum that you didn't boil out, boil it well, you put it in your system. And your system couldn't fight that stuff. And the older you get, the more your blood gets thicker, thicker. And then you put all that scum in there. You didn't get it out. The blood from that meat, you just check it. You take it all your seasoned salts and all that, and you just plant it in there with the meat and the blood and everything in there, and you got all that in it. And you wonder why that old that old better half when he got to eat that meal, he just went on the couch and fell out like a somebody kicking down the steps somewhere. You see, he got scum in him, he got the blood in him, he got the wrong eating in him, he got some Chinese food in him. He got some some snake food in him. He got, yeah, they got snake meat and everything else. That's the other lesson. You go back and read all that. You got restaurants. Got, got go on your phone right now and just ask um how many dog, cats, and rats restaurants you can get over there in Japan and Japan and uh China. That's actually phone. It takes it takes they kill about thirteen million to sixteen million. Dogs, cats, and rats. Now, if they kill over 13 million to 16 million dogs, cats, and rats, huh? don't you know they, everybody cater among themselves? If you, if an offshoot of them, and we know you don't came to America, don't you know we got trucks that come there and bring you a nice bag, and you put your side to help bleed in with the, the order you got. Huh? Go on your phone. Ask your piece of telephone. Matter of fact, you know, before we um, turn on to Mother Z, ask your smartphone how many dog cat restaurants that I can, that I can, um, that I can, uh, um, Come up with a good word. Dog, cat, restaurant, and town. How many dog, cat, restaurant, and town? I'm going to give you for example. Just put it on the phone and just get warmed up for a minute. Dog, cat, restaurant, and town. How many? Yes, sir. Trying to get to it. Yeah, put it close to the phone, to your microphone. How many dog, cat, restaurants is in town today? How many dogs and cat restaurants are in China today? Not talking, see you. are not talking. Why are they talking? You can read. Yeah, I think I can read a little bit at it. Okay. What what, what you get ready to read? Hey, 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 Mother Z, hey, Mother Z, you you get out and make sure that phone get ready for your call, right? 
I can't tell the phone. She, she, she was your phone talk for a minute. How many dogs, cats, restaurants in town up today? She has to go to hell to read it. Because sometimes we can read something. And, but we hear the boys tell you, then you'll say, hmm. What you got, Brother Z?
We need to have our own to help our offspring. But you got to roll your sleeves up and get in where you've been in. Don't keep sitting behind the fence, behind the curtain, keep it out. Get into this ministry and roll your sleeves up and do your part and get your blessing. You got a James 5 20 coming of Matthew 25 21. Well done, my good and faithful servant. So I look forward to talking to you six nights a week. Because I know Yahweh is in the blessing business. He can bless your health. You got a problem with it, but the first thing I'll tell you is you got me right. You keeping the Sabbath day, Friday night, Saturday night, you doing that? You keeping the feast day? Huh? See, you first got to get him right. Then he'll kick in. What you reading there? Look at Romans 4, verse number 17 reads, As it is written, and made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed. Even Yahweh, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. You see that? He, he called things as though they not as they were. Why? Because Yahweh is showing the signs in his ministry. Around camp one, it's nothing to your left, nothing to your right, nothing to the south, nothing to your north. It's all vacant. See, uh, see you. Yeah, I found a, a small clip. If 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 I can play it, it's about a minute or Wait, 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 wait hey, yo. hey, you know, hey, yo, show, that's bright. Come on, yo. Take these boxes and put them over here. You take the boxes and put them over there. 
How long do you think you're going to keep getting that paycheck? By violating the ball's rules. The same thing, children of Israel. How long do you think you're going to continue to do? He never gave you Sunday to be worshiping him on. Sunday's a work day, first day of the week. He never gave you many names. Jehovah, Lord God, Jesus Christ, Allah, Buddha. He never gave you no name. He gave you four letters. And so in, in 1, 16, 13, that's the salvation name. And that's 412, it says, it ain't but one name going to get you the salvation. One name, four letters. How long you think you're going to keep on violating this man and think you got something coming? You got to get in order with this man. According to what we come to this care, we show you what the man's plan. The reason why we mess up in the body today, because we mess up in the mind. We follow in the other nation. It tells you in Numbers chapter 11, um, what verse it is, Elder in Numbers chapter 11, what, what it says in Numbers, um, you can't follow them, they got to follow you. In the Numbers, Numbers 15, verse, 15, 16. 15, 15, 16. Thank you, Hale. We got to remember these things. And, and remember one thing. Let's go to First Kings 21 and bring mother in. Do you know who the worst man in the world? I mean, worse than Cain, worse than anybody in the world. Let's show you who the worst man in the world is. The worst man in the world in First Kings 21, 25 through 29. Let's find out who Yahweh said the most worst man in the world. First Kings 21, 25 to 29. What's the hell? The book of First Kings chapter 21, verse 21 through 25. What's 25 through 29? The book of First Kings chapter 21, verse 25 through 29 reads. Book of First Kings chapter 21, verse number 25. But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of Yahweh. Whom Jezebel, his wife, stirred up. Verse 26. And he did very abominable and fallen idols, according to all things, as did the Amorites, whom Yahweh cast out before the family of Israel, the children of Israel. Verse 27. It came to pass when Ahab heard these words, that he rent his clothes and put sackles upon his flesh, and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly. Verse 28. The word of Yahweh came to Elijah, the Tishbite saying, verse 29, See thou how Ahab humbled himself before me, because he humbled himself before me. I will not bring the evil in his days, but in his son's days will I bring the evil upon his family. Mm-hmm. So you see, Ahab did repent. Ahab was the worst man he ever made until he ever repented. Because he didn't follow Yahweh's rule, he followed his wife's rule. He followed his better half rule. You follow Yahweh's rule. And this is the worst man I ever made on the face of the earth. Because he followed what his better half put on the table. No. You follow what Yahweh's got on the table. If you find out that's contrary to what Yahweh's saying, you tell her no. Yahweh didn't say that, and I ain't doing it. The worst man that ever Yahweh made was Ahab from the northern kingdom. And, and why, what made him the worst man again in verse 25? Let's do the Bible say. 
The book of First Kings 21, verse 25 reads, But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of Yahweh, whom Jezebel, his wife, stirred up. You see that? You see that? That's wickedness. You make a decision when you know you, Yahweh created man to be the Yahweh of his family and the Yahweh for the address in the family. If you're not getting that done, then you're out of order in Yahweh. We'll take it in the mom's lesson. Oh, we're not going to bring Mother, Mother Jean, because I know she's going to see it. It's time me give a commentary now. I'm, I, I'm, I'm waiting to get on this microphone. I know it's over 9,000 strong. Let me, let me say something to this national audience. Hey, Mother V, Kyle Yach, John Judah, one of the most out of Camp 1. Yachwah, beat you that royal. Yeah, well, bless and keep you, seal Israel, a royal seed. Hallelujah, now, now, Mother, you heard a lot of good things that's been said in the night, lesson 17. But what did Almighty put on you to tell this national audience over 900,000 strong? Take your time and do your part, Mother Z. You on the clock, come on. Um, I'm just going to read um, uh, in um, Psalms, chapter 111. Praise ye the Yahweh. I will pray. Pray the Yahweh with my whole mind in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The work, the work of the Yahweh are great. Sound, sounding out, out, sound out of all them that have pleasure. Therein, verse three, his work is humble and gracious, and his righteousness endureth forever. Uh, verse four, he has he has made his wonderful works works to be remembered. The Yahweh is gracious and Full, full of compassion. compassion. He has given meat unto them that fear him. He will even be merciful of his covenant. Verse 6, he has shown his people the power of his work, that he may give them the heritage of his heritage give them the heritage of his heathen verse 7 the work of his hands are true, truly justified um, I don't know what and, and judgment and judgment all his judgment and judge all his Torah instructions are sure. Verse eight: the state, the state, the state fasting forever. They stay fasting forever and ever, and are done in truth and upright. 
verse 9, he, he, he sent redemption unto his people. He has com- commanded his covenant forever. Righteous and reverend is his name. Verse 10, the fear of the Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom and good, good beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. He is praises and do it forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
when Israel went out of Egypt, the family of Jacob, from a people of strange language, Judah was his sanctuary, and Israel his dominion. Verse 3, the sea saw it, and feel Jordan was dried, driven back. Verse 4, the mountains skipped like rams, and the little hills like lambs. What ailing there, what ailing thee, O the sea, that thou feedest, thus Jordan, that thou wast driven back? Yea, mountains that ye built like rams, and ye little hills like lambs. Trembling thou art at the presence of the Yahweh, at the presence of the Yahweh of Jacob, Israel, which turneth, which turneth the rock into a standard water, the plant into a fountain of water. Hallelujah. 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 Surat chapter 37, verse number 12 reads, Be ye continually with the Yaquali man, whom you know is to keep the Torah instructions, commandments of Yaquah, whose mind is according to your mind, and will sorrow with ye, if thou shalt miscarry. You say, if anything happens, but make sure one thing, when you're raising your offerings up, make sure you let them know plainly that a Yaquali man is going to be with you. It was a young wild man that you know. You can't talk a good game. You got to lead a good game by doing the laws of Yahweh. You got to lead by example. A young wild man will keep the Sabbath day and he'll follow what's written in the Bible. And then he's able to govern his family according to the Bible. He don't get off into his own feelings. And a young wild man, to receive his blessings, he got to have some tobacco. 412 on it. What does that help? The book of the book of Tobit, chapter 4, verse number 12 reads. Book of Tobit, chapter 4, verse number 12. You wear of all whoredom, my son, and chiefly take a wife of the seed of your fathers. Take not a strange woman to wife, which is not of your father's tribe. For we are the children of the seers, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. Remember, my son, that our fathers, from the beginning, even that they all married wives of their own kindred, and were blessed in their children, and their seed shall inherit the land. And they seed, so it went right back to the seed, seed. The seed take, make sure you stay in the bloodline of your seed tribe. Don't be all over the place. Mess around, get you a, a 
Japanese, Chinese in the middle called Korean, what they gonna fix you? Everything that 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 the Almighty just got through reading told you not to have. That was you, and you wonder why you sticking your mind ain't right. See? So Deuteronomy chapter five, one through three, level two, fourteen, and close statement of elder, and preach that elder. You still talk again, elder, on these Sundays, first day of the week. Deuteronomy chapter five, one through three, level two, fourteen, and close statement of elder. It's all your own, elder. Take your time and just close it out for take seventeen. Come on. The book of Deuteronomy chapter five. Verse number 11 to 13. Get down 11 through 14 to close the Book of Deuteronomy chapter 3. 11 through 14 to close the Book of Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse number 3. That made not this covenant with our father, but with us, even us. Who are all of us here alive this day? Verse number 11 through 14. Deuteronomy 5, verse 11. Thou shalt not take the name of Yahweh in vain. Yahweh will not hold them guiltless that take his name in vain. Verse 12. Keep the seventh day to sanctify it as Yahweh or Yahweh have commanded thee. Verse 13. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work. Verse 14, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahweh. In it thou shalt do not do any work. Thou know thy son, know thy daughter. Thou thy manservant, know thy maidservant, know thine ox, know thine ass. Nor any of thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gate. That thy manservant and thy maidservant may rest as well as you. Uh, uh, back up and, and, and give me that five, one, two, and three. Oh, then close the table. One, two, and three. Five, one, two, and three. And if you need to know who he's telling us to, come on. Look at Deuteronomy 5, verse 1. Hmm? And Moses called all Israel and said unto them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes, the judgments which I speak in your ears this day, that you may learn them and do them. Verse number 2. Yaqua Yaqua made a covenant with us in Horeb. Verse 3. Yaqua made not this covenant with our fathers, but with us, even us, who are all of us here alive this day. Hey, all right, I am. Your clothes thing is all yours. We catch you back on this ball, kid, but I know the Sabbath day. We catch you back next Sunday. We catch you in grab, too. Hallelujah. Your clothes, come on, yo. To the four corners of the globe, to the twelve tribes of Israel that is scattered to the four corners of the globe. Hallelujah, Qua. Hallelujah, Qua. Hallelujah, Qua. Hallelujah, Qua. We come home with a change. Take a look again, but look at it in awe. Our relationship. It's not in order. The Yahweh man is not the Yahweh man because you get you get an appearance man. You got to get you a Yahweh man that you know that keeps the Torah, the first five books. And he will watch you on what you own. For a correction, he'll show you through the Bible, this is the way we have a healthy relationship. This is the way our children 
by eating right and keeping out of Yahweh first. And then remember one thing in 26 verse 40 of Matthew. Yahweh said to the Father, the Father, can you give me one hour? You folks give Yahweh one hour out of 24. Just one hour with him in 24. He will strengthen you to be able to deal with his word. If you do the Matthew 26, 40, give him one hour. You'd be surprised what's going to come out of that. You'd be surprised how your mind will change. And it tell you in 26, verse 3 of Isaiah, keep your mind on him, and he'll keep you in perfect peace in your body. Because he'll tell you, God should not do that. God should not eat all that stock food, that stock food. That processed food from them restaurants is going to be in your system five or six days and rot you out. You'll be wondering why that food won't digest because it's processed food for them restaurants. Now, you're not going to eat no Chinese, Japanese, and that bloody food. It's good for them, but not good for you. Thou shall put some green food with some corn in it and fish it. And any meat you're going to put that got blood in it, you season it first, put that meat in that pot, and get all the scum and blood up off of it. Make sure you boil it well. Get all that garbage after meat. Because if you don't get it after meat, guess what it's going to be? 